Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. It's going to be a fantastic week. Spring is in the air. So let's dominate the week. And we're going to start this week off by, again, us exposing a lot of great parents and community members standing up against these school boards and fighting against this progressive left agenda and this indoctrination that is happening to our children. So I got a couple clips to show you today. Both of them are just absolutely fantastic with the narrative that these parents are pushing out and fighting against um, the progressive left's narrative, obviously. And again, I like showing these things to give other parents, other community members, grandparents, et cetera, to give you some ammunition. So when you go to these school boards, you can put this kind of verbiage or narrative into your own. And that's how we effectively do this together as a grassroots army. All right. So first one, we're going to get right to it. And here she is. And again, unbelievable that we're still even having these conversations. But my goodness. Uh, Kristen Day from Wyndham. Hi, everybody. Arguments to remove genderqueer from the high school library. According to IJJ, the material should be reviewed as a whole, not on passages or portions pulled out of context. Yes, the whole content is what a student checking out the book sees, so every part of the content should be appropriate for a minor, and this is not. Two, it contains pornography. Though IJJ doesn't exclude pornography, though why? It used to be a given that porn would not be available to kids at school. We had National Geographic, um, but that's about it. In my challenge, I cited many examples in context that are pornography by definition. That include sexually explicit writing and images whose primary purpose is to cause sexual arousal, that contain lurid or sensational material, vivid description or explicit details that are meant to provoke or shock, and materials that are arousing or intended to arouse strong curiosity, interest, or reaction, especially by exaggerated or lurid details. Check, check, and check. Three, the FCC would censor or rate the language and images in genderqueer for the public. Can't be on TV, can't be printed in the paper, breaks community guidelines for social media, but our school librarian gives it a thumbs up for minors in school without parental consent or any record that they checked it out. Number four, parental consent should be required for minors checking out the book. The author is a grown adult writing about their personal sex experiences and gender identity journey for a target audience of teens. If a staff member at school can't share their personal sex experience to a student in the library, why can this adult whisper it in the student's ear in the same room? Loopholes. Five, just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's our kids and ethics matter. Arguments for keeping the book that are not valid. One, this book can save lives. Two, it's just providing books with a wide range of interests for students. Three, professional reviews support it. Professional reviews also don't support it. Four, it's a memoir and content is expected to represent the author's experience. Okay, the memoir shouldn't be in school. Call it what you want. Five, this is book banning. It's not, just go get it somewhere else. Six, removing this book is anti-LGBTQIA+. No. It's anti-porn content in school and anti-sexualization of minors in school. If the book was an adult heterosexual author talking about porn culture using sex toys and literally having sex in the book, that's also not okay for a school library. Seven, it's just one book, what's the big deal? It's school and this sets a new low standard and it can go lower. We should all be holding this line. Eight, 
reason for keeping the book that isn't valid. We didn't know, the librarian did it, and now it's just hard to remove. The district added a book known nationwide to be controversial without meaningful review process, any oversight, and without Thank informed very consent much. to parents, the community, Thank you, or board members. Thank you. Wow. Well said. Very, very well said. And again, utilize these examples that I'm providing for all of you to kind of create your own narrative. And go to your school boards and allow your voices to be heard. I mean, it's that easy, folks. I mean, there's so much great content. There's so many great arguments against what they're trying to do. And it's common sense. I mean, their only argument that they have is a couple of them, actually. They say, well, you're against the LGBTQ community, which that's been shot down time and time again. These parents and community members and grandparents don't want any porn in the school libraries, regardless of who you want to be in bed with. Whether it's a heterosexual, homosexual, a cat, a mouse, they don't want it in the school libraries. And number two, the narrative is that it's going to help these kids with suicide, right? It allows them to have somewhere they can go and read and know that people are feeling the way that they do. And that's been shot down by a former detective, right, that we shared last week with how these kids who went through sexual abuse, it can actually trigger that horrible experience and allow these kids to go into a darker hole than they already are. So again, that's all they have and that's all they continue to push out. But there's so many great examples of parents and community members and grandparents just shooting down all those narratives and you must do the same. Now they're granted, there are some school boards out there that dug their heels in and I won't let up on them. Now, all this week, I have links to school boards that are happening throughout our state and country that I'm going to continue to expose. You must continue to expose and find out if your local school boards are doing this. Now, granted, there are some school boards throughout this state, throughout this country, that parents and community members and organizations have basically kicked out the bad apples of the school board and replaced them with good common folk or common sense folk. And these school boards are doing common sense things for everybody. So again, that's how we get through this. So I'll continue to take the arrows and the hot garbage and the nasty messages and the attacks on the business and everything else. I don't care. I'm always going to follow through with what's right and allow you all to have a voice and a platform. And that's how we get through this thing together. The next example, this guy paints a great picture of, and I really like this because he paints a great picture is what if today we stop grooming these kids and we actually start introducing books that are going to stimulate the mind. And one of the books, the couple of the books that he talked about is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Some books about Tony Robbins, about self-esteem. Those are books that I enjoy. And we start building these minds. We start building the self-esteem. And he creates, he creates this great story on, on what would happen if we started today. What would happen in five years, I think he said. And he always reflected back on this moment when the school board actually stood up and did what was right. And we start actually putting good stuff in these kids' minds and not confusing these kids' minds and how the grades would reflect this new kind of uh, this new model that they're going to create in their school board. He just does a great job. So I don't want to steal his thunder because he did such a great job with his narrative, but I want to bring it to you right now. So enjoy this as much as I did. Hey, Clark Wyndham. My tone's a little bit different on this letter. We're going to hear a lot of this important stuff tonight, and I'm grossed out by it, and I can hardly talk about it. So I took a little bit of a different approach. So let's just say it's May 1st, and RSU 14, excuse me, May 1st, 2025, okay? RSU 14 reports the highest SAT scores in the state. 
Since this is a warm and fuzzy event, the Wyndham one-sided Eagle News decided to give it some media attention. In a recent interview, the Liberal Eagle, because we've asked them to quote things before and they haven't. In a recent interview, the Liberal Eagle asked the school board, how did you achieve such great results? The board replied, it was a, combi a combined effort between the school board, administration, teachers, faculty, and staff. We decided it was time to depart from the social, sexual, equitable, and critical race-based theory propaganda experiment being pushed on us by the DOE, also known as Department of Erosion. We came to the conclusion that books talking about blowjobs and encouraging untrained staff to talk to minors about their sexuality behind the backs of parents was not for us anymore. Applauds the school ball. Good stuff. We decided to get back to teaching academics, which is what our staff is trained and educated and certified to do. We made it our mission to teach academics in the most upbeat and encouraging yet challenging ways possible, and it worked. One aspect of our successful plan was we introduced a new curriculum in our business class focusing on self-motivation and the power of positive thinking. They read books such as Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And for the younger folks, the students, we offered an endless array of self-confidence books and inspirational exercises offered by Tony Robbins. Almost instantaneously, students were more upbeat and enthusiastic. They were no longer trying to figure out if they were a they, a them, a that, a cat, a boy, a girl, or something in between, or something in transition. Instead, students were thinking about what they could become. They began to focus on their future and collaborated with teachers on subjects that inspired them to achieve their dreams. After seeing the results, it was clear, the only transitioning schools should be involved in are those that aspire, that aspire students to a higher level of achievement and self-confidence through inspiration. We recommend this to other school districts. Making the decision to change course on February 15th, 2023, which is today, okay? Making that decision to change course on February 15th, 2023 was the best thing we ever did for our students. And we are proud to see our K through 12 Wyndham Eagles soaring higher than ever. We hope that's where this goes. Wow. I mean, when he just kind of put out that plan, because I'm a visualization guy, I like to set goals, one-year goals, three-year goals, five-year goals, 10-year goals, 20-year goals. I, I'm a goal-oriented person. You give me a goal, I'm going to try to dominate that goal. And kind of that's what he did. If starting today, and that's the power of decision, decisions that you're making right now every day are going to develop who you are and who you become. So that school board on that day had a decision to continue down this path of hot garbage, as we say, or actually stand up and do what's right for the children. And what he kind of painted is exactly what needs to happen is all this controversial garbage needs to go and they need to get back to the basics, the math, the science, the reading, the history, all that stuff, and then start fueling these kids' minds with the right stuff about what can happen when you actually put your mind to something? What can happen when you take massive action? What can happen when you work harder than everyone else? But we don't talk about those things. We're in this kind of socialist kind of transition, unfortunately, in our country, where we want to continue to rely on the government to give us these things. No, this is the greatest country in the history of our species. This is the land of opportunity. And they're trying to take that away by grooming these kids to have them reliant on the government. And it's wrong. We need to get back to what brought this country to this moment, right? Hard work, dedication, 
persistence, that fall down seven, get up eight mentality, that outwork every single other person so you get that opportunity for that job. All those things, common sense things in my humble opinion, but I love how he really painted that picture about what would happen in five years and they would always go right back to that decision when the school board actually did what was right. And so that's what I want to put out this or today and for this week is not only inspire all of you to continue to be involved, but also paint those pictures of what can happen, right? Because what's going on right now, we just continue to destroy the kids. That's why we're standing up. That's why we're on here. That's why we're sharing these things. That's why you all are a part of this grassroots army. However, we have to start having these solutions. And that was a great solution what this guy just put out. It really was. Okay. So let's dominate the week. Let's continue to share. Let's continue to have conversation. Let's continue to build these narratives for all of you to continue to stand up in your local communities. Because that's how we do this together as a movement, as a grassroots army. Have a great day. Have a wonderful, productive week. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. Of course, and always, double thumbs today. God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day.